I came across a great quote this past week. It said, why pray when you can worry? <laughs> I'm going to have a, a talk with God, a chat with God. It's, it, you could call it prayer. Um, and I'm happy for you to overhear it if, if you'd care to. So, gracious God, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> it's uh, Lynn, and uh, I'm doing okay. Except not really, because <laughs> um, I'm worried. Yes, I, I, I hear the scripture about don't worry about the basics of life, about food and drink and clothing. And I prepared the message months and months ago about uh, not worrying, and is about the giving and gratitude and generosity, and yet I can come to this day and I am worried. And some events of the past week have really led me to this point to, to talk with you about those worries. I had enough worries already <laughs> without what was going on. Um, uh, I'm not worried about this church, about Westlake United Methodist Church. They seem to meet every challenge. They rise, uh, they cope, uh, they handle things just very well. Um, and, and I'm really not worried about your church with a capital C, the, the body of believers that have been going on for thousands of years now. And I've, I've seen church history and, and how the church has overcome schisms and inquisition and heresies and abuses and still still your purposes are at work I, I do, do believe that we seek your righteousness right relationships with you and and with one another but I worry and it there's enough worry, not just for me, but the, the people I deal with, the uh, people that I visit with, uh, I get to pastor, and they translate their worry, they give it to me, and I take it on. Um, and we worry about our children, uh, no matter how old they are. I mean, our children, our children, my children are in their 30s, they're still my children, I still worry, and we worry about our children's safety, especially in this world. We worry that they'll go to the right schools and get the right careers and get married and have children of their own so we can have grandchildren. And, and, and we, we call you father. Do, do you ever worry, worry about us as your children like we worry about our children? And then there's the children's worry. I wonder sometimes... If they pick up on our worry and uh, our expectations for them and say, oh, I must make better grades or do more activities and I got to please my parents and, and reach all of their goals for me. I, I, I wonder about their worry. And then there are parents. Some of us have aging parents. Parents are getting older, more frail and we get caught in that sandwich generation and trying to raise our children and now taking care of our parents. And some of us are grieving already because we see them slowing down and how they're not the people they used to be. And then I visit with those people that even in this age of prosperity and in this community that has so much going for it, 
there's still job insecurity. And I visit with a person who says, my job description has changed six times in the past year, or I'm going to have to move to this location in order to keep my job, and I'm not wanting to uproot my family. And there's layoffs in my corporation. And we worry. And we, we worry about our health. It, yes, as individuals, but that blue prayer sheet that we have, just so many names there in so many different situations and cancer and heart disease and diabetes and all kinds of things. And if that weren't enough, gracious God, lately we've been bombarded by bombings. And there's been too many, and they've come too quickly, and they are too much, and they're overwhelming. And the media just stokes it up, and we seem to soak it up, and, and it, it, we can't get away from cortisol and adrenaline that's pumping in our systems, and it just adds to our worry, and we just, we're in a panic virus, and anxiety has become the new normal for us. And, and you know how I handle it. I, I take the tension into my jaw. I just tighten up and, uh, and I lose sleep. And I talk to other people that just get their shoulders so tense they grow up into their ears. And, and then there's those people that get short with other people. There's, they snap at them because of their anxiety and then so many of us self-medicate. It's alcohol or some other drug. Um, yeah, we eat too much. And we even self-medicate by trying to get more things as, as if that were going to alleviate our worry. Me, my favorite drug of choice is to work. If I could just work a little longer, just a little harder, then I wouldn't worry so much. And we worry about passing on this worry to our children. We want to protect our children from this worry. We want to censor it. We want to put some kind of filter there for our children because it's just all around us. And we don't want to become reactive like the rest of the culture around us that starts blaming and scapegoating a whole race of people or another religion just because of the actions of a few that are on the fringe. So God, I pray. <laughs> That's why I'm praying to you today because I have all this worry and I'd see Jesus said, don't worry, but I worry. So I'm going to turn it over to you because it's too much for me. I can't take it. I can't hold it all in. And so sometimes I remember this. Sometimes uh, at night when I can't sleep, I start doing those verses from Scripture. I start praying them. Cast all your anxiety upon Him, for He cares for you. Oh, yes. And the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Oh, yes. And from Philippians, have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Or even like today is the words of Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, 
And all these other things shall be added to you as well. And I'm desperate for worship. That's why I come here. God is to pray with these people to remember that I'm loved and forgiven and that I'm touched and I'm not alone. And that we share a story of your salvation from the very beginning. How you keep coming to us. How you keep finding a way. You part the waters of the Red Sea. You, you bring forth Jesus, a baby born in Bethlehem. You, you send Jesus to live and die and be raised again from us. I need that story. I need to worship. And sometimes I forget about worry or I worry less when I'm out there giving and serving on your behalf. I'd love to take that nail gun in my hand and and go along the baseboards for that house for Habitat for Humanity and nail those in and say, I'm not powerless. (laughs) I can do something for somebody. I, I just nailed that board in right there. I read an email about the Women's Storybook Project and how many lives are changing. These women going to read stories for those inmates in, in prison and how moms and children are connecting through a bedtime story or housing the homeless here like we do from time to time. And to remember that we are community, that we are not alone, that we need one another desperately. I do worry, God, but here's my prayer today. I want to worry just a little bit less than when I came in here today. And I worry, I I want to worry just a little bit less than the other people around me so that maybe they will worry just a little bit less too. So I make this prayer in Jesus' name. And that's not magic. It means I want to pray like Jesus prayed. I want to pray for what Jesus prays for. I want to pray that his kingdom comes. I want to pray for his righteousness to be done in my life. And so I say amen, which means may it be so. May it be so in my life in this world. Amen.